Welcome, everybody, to Bible on the Rocks. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the story of Saul's encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus from the book of Acts, chapter 9. As a general disclaimer, the views and opinions shared are those of the participants only and do not necessarily reflect those of any Christian denomination, nor do they reflect those of any of our sponsors. So, sit back and enjoy as we explore the Bible with Bible on the Rocks. Hey! Hey, you guys. Hey, guys. Anybody wants to call us? It's 267 on rocks. That's 267-667-6257. Boom. And, like, what do we want to hear him say? Do we want to just say, like, you oh, guys oh, suck? Oh. Hold on. Let's play m***s. Oh, oh yes. Let's one? play m***s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm calling for the B-O-T-R guys. I just wanted to make sure this line was working. Um, it's a hotline, so just wondering if you're going to answer any hot questions. <laughs> I have questions for the BOTR people. So, yep. Just a lot of questions. A lot of questions. I'm glad this line is working now. That's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. I just have some random questions for the BOTR people. <laughs> okay. Has anybody listened That's to this all. before this? Was she drinking? She must have been. She was possibly, yeah. That well, was it. Well, was here's it. here's my comment on that. That caller didn't mention who they were, mm-hmm. nor did they ask any questions. They just they said just they, mentioned they questions. had, they had a lot of hot questions. questions. Yeah. So, what do they mean by hot? Like like sexual, or do they mean? Like maybe they're really into no like, like no it's a, t- a temperature thing yeah I mean are they really into temperature yeah. they do they have like a solo stove or something <laughs> <laughs> they they're not smokeless by the way yes they are nope they most certainly are no the smoke well, just goes just straight up well she didn't answer she didn't ask any questions she didn't she say just wanted she to make was. sure it worked she just wanted to make sure it worked yeah so so the line is working the line is working. We already got a voicemail. We need more. It's 267 on rocks. <laughs> it's really likely if somebody calls and asks a question, I'm just going to be difficult about it. Like, I'm probably not going to like really oh, try it's, to answer. It's, gar- it's, it's not awesome likely. It's guaranteed you're going to be difficult. Just give them a hard yeah. time. 267-667-6257. Yeah. If you want to be harassed by Eric, call 267-667-6257. <laughs> My name is Jeremy Spittle, and I am drinking... 1833 single barrel Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey from Wildcat Willie's Distillery. Wow, I've never you, heard of that before. What do you think of it? It's amazing. Isn't it good? It's, it's pretty really, good. Uh, you know, I haven't had it since I put the ice cream in. Right. Neat. Let's try it. Neat. Know, it was, was amazing. That was, Smooth. It's kind of sus. I think. Brent might be getting a commission off of us trying this right now. Like sweet, a secret commission. <laughs> He's like, how's it how's it taste, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Say ho- the name again. I hope he is getting a commission. Somebody's got to make some yeah, money off this B and B sauce didn't work. No. <laughs> I think we botched the, the commercial on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they claim us. No. B and B? No. Can we somehow relate eighteen thirty three to somebody's dead parent? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's amazing. My I like mom it was lot. born in 1833. It's really good. Yeah, there we go. Mm. Aged six years. Mm. That's pretty good. All right, who's this guy? Hey, I'm Eric Smith, and uh, I'm drinking a bang. Yeah, yeah. Bang! Potent brain and body fuel. Star Blast flavor. Star Blast. Star Blast. What does a Star Blast taste like? I don't. I can't. I don't know, man. Bang. It's chemically for sure, but it's got super critin, critin in it. Critin. Creatine. Yeah. No. Yeah. What you need is that kombucha. Ultra uh, Ultra CoQ10. Mm. Killing I have yourself. No idea what that is. That's my poison. favorite of the CoQs. E- <laughs> Wait, they're not one of our sponsors, are they? E- CoQ10. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, EAA. Aminos. Mm. Oh. No, 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 no. E- you need athletic A- kombucha. A- Did you drink? Has it got that? caffeine in it? No, you need. Has it got three hundred milligrams of caffeine I can in put it? Caffeine in it. <laughs> Are you trying I to go to sleep tonight or not? It won't. Ha- it doesn't matter. There you go. Mm. What happens next? I'm kidding. Hey, <laughs> this is Ed. I'm drinking the 1833. Wait, what the? <laughs> Whoa! Wait, what? I, I like it. Supposed to put music I like behind that. that. New Ed. That was good. Here we go. Here we go. This oh, is. I kind of like the other one. All right, go ahead. <laughs> My name is. What? Wicked, wicked, big daddy. My Wait, name why is... did you guys point to me when you said what? I thought you said what at the same time as me. I didn't. I you, said you said what? what? I said what? I said what? <laughs> what? You said what? Not I thought it's Spider Man. <laughs> I, thought was, I, I thought it was you too. I thought you were the other what? Yeah. I was, no, I thought we guys, all three said what. My name is what? <laughs> my name is huh? who? Warm it up, Ed. Let's do it, Big Daddy. <laughs> the Peloton. Ed. Yeah, warm it up, Ed. I'm warm about up, Ed. to. <laughs> my name is Ed, Big Daddy Johnson. Yes. Tonight, I'm taking it way back. Back mm. to 1833. Oh, oh man. yeah! And I, can, I can almost see your nipple because, like, the way the button. Oh, don't put it away. <laughs> Ed, has anybody <laughs> talked to you about your hair lately? <laughs> no, but I just got it cut for the first time in five months. Mm. Mm. That middle, hey, that middle part's killing me tonight, dude. Yeah, yeah, killing you in what sense? I don't know. He's looking like a like a like a uh, I don't know like a. Mm-hmm. Do you? Think you should say what you're getting ready to say? <laughs> I was going to say wanna... a Karen, but it's not a Karen haircut. It's no. like a the side, the middle part. It looks like a I don't know, a Susan. Okay, Susie. Okay. I'm not sure the flow of it. It's a little straight. I don't know. It's I mean, he's definitely got a flow. It's actually looking a little grayer than usual tonight. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> don't be so sensitive. I like it. I like Thank it you. too. I like yeah. it too. Yeah. You, look so you look great. You look great. You look gray. I like they, they got rid gray. of the split ends. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> With your fancy shoes. I mean, it's been five months. Fancy old shoes. Um, can I? Do you got socks on? I'm in my work outfit. You got right socks now, okay? on? Yeah. That's what he coaches in, bro. Do you bro. show your nipples at work? <laughs> I mean, if it helps. <laughs> if he wants, he does, re- if he wants repeat customers, hey, he, he does. does work in the same room <laughs> as hey, his can wife. I, can I? Set he up does a work in the same room as his wife. My name. Is Brent Small Fry Henderson? And I'm drinking water. Nice. But did you have any of the 1833? I, 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 yeah, I'm fasting, so I'm not drinking. But I did take just a, a little taste, just Sick. because I, I needed. It was the right thing to do. I, I, it was the right thing. It was communal. It was yeah. It was communal. It was like communion. Yeah. My name is Brett Wagonmaster 
hinky. That's incredible. <laughs> I love it. I swear. And are you drinking the 1833? I'm drinking the 1833. <laughs> He's off that <laughs> whiskey. He's pounding the jacks now. Fresh off the way. Jacks. And uh, it is very good. It's very smooth. And I'm our storyteller why I, tonight. Why can't I hold your hand? Uh, it just makes me feel awkward. Makes me feel awkward. Do you want to sit on my lap? <laughs> that would be less awkward, I'm sure. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Saul's conversion. Sex, baby. Saul's con- <laughs> Saul's conversion. Saul's conversion. So this story involves blindness, persecution, forgiveness, and that's what that's all I got. All because of salt. All because of salt. Exactly. <laughs> So should we should we go with Paul? He said no, he said salt conversion, right? <laughs> salt conversion. Mm-hmm. Salt, salt. Yeah, giving salt. Yeah. Um, what's the, what's the Old the, Testament or New that Testament? Was, that was a, a nice hook. Yeah, we but, saw uh, Josh. It was no Josh. No. So let me say this. Here's where our story begins. Oh, so we're in the ancient Near East that some of you might have heard of. Um, and we're in the. I'm sorry. The Annie, the Annie, mm-hmm. correct. Dang, nobody has the sound effects going because you're telling the story. Oh, uh, what do we need for sound? Effect? Oh, we um, had the ding every time an Annie get every yeah. time we say Annie, <laughs> every time we say Annie, an angel gets his wings. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just need a little bell to have. Bing. Oh yeah, that's like one of those oh, that's a good bells. idea. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, in the Bible, we're in the Book of Acts here. So, mm-hmm. and it's. Uh, for um, folks that might be confused at this point. So Eric is Saul, oh, not Saul. salt. Oh, my bad. And not the Old Testament Saul. We're talking NT, New Testament Saul. Mm. And um, uh, the early church is starting, right? So people are gathering mm-hmm. in communities. This is post-Jesus' crucifixion. Yes, exactly. So we first meet Saul or when we learn about Stephen, who's often labeled as the first Christian martyr. Mm-hmm. I'm on Stephen's team. Yes. My name is Stephen. I don't understand that. You don't understand the reference? No, the list. Oh, oh yeah. The, that's the reference to Cable Guy. Cable Guy. It's mm. just skin. Yeah, it's, <laughs> just skin. it's just skin, Stephen. You don't remember the cable? Have you seen the Cable Guy? No, no, it's fine. I was just trying to connect it with the biblical story. No, so, yeah, no, sorry. There isn't. It doesn't. It was, it was all just, just going Stephen. back to... Um, it's the only connection. It's just Stephen. Yeah. Okay. I'm on Stephen's team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the they gather a group of seven folks who are going to be kind of leaders in the uh, in the okay. early church. Yeah. Wait, Steve, so what happens next? <laughs> Stephen's one of them. <laughs> Stephen's one of them, and he gets he goes before the Sanhedrin, starts preaching Jesus. What is the Sanhedrin, Brett? Uh, mm. <gasps> it seemed to be like a Jewish ruling body mm. of uh, religious leaders. So like the. Sanhedrin is composed of Pharisees and Sadducees, mm. so they're the religious leaders of the Jewish people at the time. Right, Pharisees, the experts and scholars in the law. Sadducees were phil- philosophers. Yeah, okay. something like that. I mean, there's an interesting. That's fair. If you've watched the, nice. I don't know if anyone else has watched this, but the the Righteous Gemstones. No, the I have watched that, but the Chosen. <laughs> so watching the the Chosen. Um, they do a good job of the kind of the interplay between Pharisees and Sadducees and how even Jesus was being used by them as like a, a political tool against like one of the other groups. Are you watching down. it? Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, I've geez. watched it a couple of times. It's really good. Did you just say, oh, Jesus? I said, geez. Oh, oh geez. Well, I don't know. Why don't you it's watch it before G. you judge? 
Why don't you watch it before you judge it? Cuz. Yeah. Okay. Cuz. Good You're reason. like the Sanhedrin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like faking things you're that like should a, be faked. You're getting, like a, getting back to what we were talking about. You're like about. a den of vipers. So what happened next? So then what happens is he goes before the Sanhedrin. Who does? <laughs> Jesus. Stephen. I thought we were talking about Stephen. We're talking I thought about, we were talking about Saul. Salt? <laughs> it's like, let me down Salt? this. Salt? Salt? Ask Lord help me. <laughs> Finish it off. All right, we're, so right now, we're... So, we're salt. This we're, is where the story... St- <laughs> this is where the story started, right? This is power, power through, like, power Are through. we almost done? We're introducing Saul, and it's important. So Stephen is the first Christian martyr. He gets stoned by the Sanhedrin because he says, oh, look, I see Jesus sitting at the right hand of God. And that's more than the, the Pharisees and Sadducees can stand. They take him out, stone him. And the people that are stoning him, the witnesses, they take off their robes or cloaks or whatever. So they, I guess so they can get a little more speed behind their stone <laughs> throwing. And they lay it at the feet of a young man named Saul. Oh. So that's in Acts 7. That's How where Saul's introduced. How many of them said Jehovah? No one throws a stone until I blow this whistle. <laughs> Even if they do say Jehovah. <sighs> I don't know. Is that it's Life of, Bur- Life of Brian, Brian reference? That's funny. I, I should have known. Like y'all, that's a go. It's another pop culture uh, reference. If anybody's getting stoned, it's in the Life of Brian. That's yeah. going to. That's a great scene. Wait a minute. Are there any women here at this stoning? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Um, okay, so <laughs> they lay their clothes. Yeah, they lay their uh, robes at the foot of a man, a young man named Saul. Man. All right. Are they naked when they threw the stones? I think it's probably more like an, an outer, outer garment, garment kind of thing, right? Loin, they had loincloths on. So they probably, so I think. I mean, that's what makes us feel more comfortable about the situation, right? <laughs> so in Acts 8, so a, a um, persecution breaks out against a church led by this dude named Saul. Yeah. Um, so why he, would they have laid their clothes at Saul's feet, and why would Saul be the persecuting clothes, the, stones, the church? The stones. Didn't you say they laid the stones at his? No, feet? they laid their outer garments at his feet. Yeah. Oh. Which? Why would they have done that? Like so, he was watching. Like when somebody walks from the table, and they're like, "Hey, keep an eye on my wallet." Is that an important detail? My wife says, "Leak, catch so my purse." What happened next? I don't he know. Was, it is an important detail. Well, the important detail is why Saul. Why does he get their clothes? This isn't even the story. And why does he? The story is the conversion. And why does he? Uh, why is he persecuting the church? All right. So here's what I would say. <laughs> so Saul, I think, is around the Sanhedrin because he's a young individual who's zealous yeah. for the church, yeah, or the or for the faith, the Jewish right. faith. So he's there. I think it's a way for the author to introduce Saul into the story. Was he a Pharisee or a Sadducee? I don't know. Hmm. Speaking of the way, but he was so clearly he's zealous. For the faith, so he's he's like in that group. Maybe he, I don't know if he's a Pharisee or Sadducee. Does anybody know? He's obviously learned. We know that later on. So he probably went to school, which means he probably had contacts with Pharisees and Sadducees. He probably knows the law, and he's zealous for it. And so he feels the the Christians who would be. He's like uh, the Liam Neeson of the Jewish faith. He is a man of. Uh, he has a set of. Specific students. skills. I think he might have called himself first among the Pharisees at some point in one of his letters. 
There is a connection there, <clears throat> but I can't remember which group it was. It's Pharisees. Is it Pharisees? Well, for those of you that decided to keep it a secret, next time just share. Like, immediately. What? Keep what <laughs> that a it was a Pharisee. That he was a Pharisee. Like, oh, which one was it? But was he... Was if he, you know, just say it. Was he actually a Pharisee, or was he making a point about, like, the Pharisees are zealous for the law... And I know this because I was that type of person. Or maybe actually was a Pharisee. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, what I'm happens sure next? there's a historical Either way, account. he was zealous for the Jewish faith. <laughs> yes, he is. And he and did not like the Christians. Persecuting Christians. So at the time, they would have been considered like a Jewish sect. Mm. And so they probably don't like that. Like, these people aren't Jewish because they believe... That was a burp. <laughs> they believe this thing that we don't believe, and this guy's a heretic because he's saying he is... Um, the son of God. So that's bad. Um, so I think it's I think it's a device to introduce Saul into the story. He was present at the event, mm-hmm. and he approved of it. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing they say is they put their feet in Saul approved of it, mm-hmm. and then persecution breaks out led by Saul. So mm-hmm. he's finding people, arresting them, and imprisoning them for being Christians. Mm-hmm. So what happens is the church disperses a bit, and they're all in kind of different locations and hiding out because they fear Saul and persecution. Now, at the same time this is occurring, we start to see these stories of disciples and the conversion of non-Jewish peoples. Mm. So we got immediately after this where... You mean Gentiles? Yeah. That is another thing they say for non-Jewish peoples. It sounds a lot cleaner, doesn't it, Gentiles? I don't know. It reminds me of a story uh, when I was at the – when I worked uh, camp ministry – uh, we would do these little services, and we'd have a, a one of the campers read a Bible verse. And there's a verse where it's like to the Jew first and also to the Gentile and stuff like that. And there's like Gentiles in there like ten times. And every single time it said Gentile, this kid read genital. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't tell if he just couldn't read <laughs> or if he was being funny. Or if he was being funny. But I, either way, I didn't want to interrupt it and call attention to it. So I let him go. And I swear there's like eight instances of Gentiles. And he said genitals. Each to time. the Jew and to what? the genitals. I'm yeah. trying to imagine you as a camp counselor. <laughs> I was the coolest, man. I bet Were you all you, the, like, did the teenage girls have... holding hands during prayer? Did could, people hold hands during I'm prayer? Saying, could, could you? Were you comfortable holding hands during prayer? Shouldn't, shouldn't we start off with some prayer? <laughs> I don't know if we should. Our, should life, you... our lives are prayers. Oh, oh that's oh, yeah. right. Yeah. My yeah. life is a prayer. So Eric doesn't Eric's start with prayer because he's sure. always praying. Because yeah, he's just living. my life is a prayer. Because <laughs> he's just living. My life is an invitation for God to be present. Uh, did all the little girls have crushes on you? Uh, I don't know. Don't lie. You know they did. Okay, sure. I don't know. <laughs> I know I, I know I was a little bit thinner and I and it was uh, in South Dakota so I wore like cowboy boots South and stuff. Dakota? Yeah. yeah. Did you guys all know this except for me? No. Uh, well like here this is really going to blow your mind. Um, my my job title was wagon master. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I worked with horses. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And you, like, ride them around? You, like, pull into a group of kids and be like, ooh. Um, hey, you there the little dust. partners. So I was in charge <laughs> of... Oh, boy. We're going to learn about Jesus. <laughs> Saddle up. Hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's kind of weird. It's starting to weird me out a little bit, even more. The fascinating. So, excuse me, there, little lady. I just don't lady. know why you're so resistant to it. <laughs> All right, hold. Try holding Ned's hand. See how he is. Does he's, he love he's it? He's a lot oh, farther shoot. away. Oh, he loves it. Yeah. Your, oh, they did. They did like the yin yang thing. Yeah, did you hear that? He said, "Ed's." He said, "Your hands are a lot stronger." Here, give, give it to me. Give it to me. Your hands are so soft oh, and shoot. gentle. Mm. Like a that's genital. Like a <laughs> <laughs> can we stay like this? Like a limp? No. Like a limp Rhett, fish. Bh. Oh, it's because I moisturize. I do moisturize every day for sure. <laughs> All right, so where were we? Man, I'm now I'm getting right. lost. Okay, all right, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. So the Christians had dispersed. Yes, they dispersed. Because of the Salt. persecution that Saul was leading against. Yeah. Saul was leading the persecution. Salt was coming Salt. after him. Saul was leading the persecution. <laughs> Salt of the so earth. here's what also is happening, right? So then and the Gentiles are getting converted. Who were the two Gentile conversions? Yeah, so there's involving Philip. So two unique stories involving Philip. So the first one is, is he who wrote Philip. Philippians? No, is Philip's another disciple of Jesus, right? One of the apostles. Good old Phil. I don't remember if he was an apostle or he's a disciple, and mm-hmm. he's and he's spreading the word of Christ. I know that. Good old Phil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Phil meets two Gentiles. Yeah. Now I'm losing one of the stories. Where's? We're only telling well, one. Well, you don't. Well, they the Gentiles. You can tell. There's another one. You don't have to go find it, dude. Well, I'm just trying to tell you the unique stories. Well, like, one is the eunuch, the Ethiopian eunuch, right? Correct, yeah. Mm, okay. And then who, what was the other one? You skipped one of the most important parts. Hmm. Which of is? The, Philip and the, the, the Ethiopian eunuch. That he was, like, beamed up. Yeah, he said, Leviosa, and then <laughs> not Leviosa. Was the eunuch the one where he runs really fast and meets him there, right? <laughs> Leviosa. No, isn't it where, like, Philip was, like, one place? He's whisked away. And then in the in the the story, he's just there. Yeah, he wish. He's like, well, that's not the story transported. tonight. That's not the story tonight. He but was, we should tell that story another time. That's a good story. Yeah, you want to tell that one next? All right. So back to yeah. What happens next? Yeah. So Philip, back to Philip and a couple Ethiopians. No, Ethiopian, <laughs> and then Simon the sorcerer who's in Samaria. So so there's. Simon. I'm trying to Starting make to sound I, like Harry Potter. Hey, what happens to tell next? the entire story of Acts? <laughs> I thought we were only talking about Saul. And his conversion. I'm trying to set up a narrative here, Spoiler right? Spoiler So, the, so the, the church is moving to working with Gentiles, right? All right. You know what? I'm just going to skip to Saul. So, all right. So Saul's persecuted. Oh, we're going to do the actual story. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> How far into this are we now? Hey, 40 crack minutes. Another, 40 minutes. Hey, crack another one of them jacks. Crack yeah. another one of them jacks. I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a light cider. There's only one way. There's it's only like the one Bud Light. It's so like the Bud Light of cider. <laughs> only one way to go, and that's through this shit. Let's go. <laughs> I'm trying. So, Saul. So how does the story is persecuting start? the church? How, is how does our story begin? <laughs> so what happens at the beginning? <laughs> what happens first? Ed, Ed for one, is loving this right now. <laughs> Saul's persecuting the church. Saul is persecuting the church, and they're kind of scattered and hiding because they're scared of him. Right. Okay, so here's the deal. Yes. So Saul is like, Saul goes to the church and goes, I want to go to Damascus, or he goes to the, sorry, I keep saying church. He goes to the Jewish leaders, says, I want to go to Damascus because there's Christians hiding in Damascus, and I'm going to search among the synagogue because a lot of the early Christians, I think it's important they said synagogues because the early Christians were people grafted on from 
the Jewish church. They can almost like a vine. They still consider themselves so, Jews, right? Yes, yeah. of course they did. Yeah, because they're like we're completing the faith. It's not like a whole new faith, right? So, so people are in the synagogues. Jesus preached in the synagogues. The disciples are preaching in the synagogues and saying, "Hey, this is the fulfillment of our faith." Paul doesn't like that, so he's going to go. I'm going to go search in these synagogues because it got to root them out. And it's particularly important to Paul too because the synagogues are where the Jewish people come together. So he doesn't want these people in the synagogues because he's he's zealous for the law and for the synagogues. Is that why he hates Ascus? Who's Ascus? Damn Ascus (laughs) is what you said. (laughs) (laughs) He said he's going to damn Ascus. And I just feel like maybe he's mad at... That's why he hates Ascus is because all the Christians... That's a good question. I don't know what Damascus is like. So Jerusalem would probably be the big city, big important city at the time. Is Damascus like... Manassas or something. Manassas. <laughs> like yeah. Damascus. The Manassas to DC. Yeah. So he's going there to search the synagogues for Christians. So he's going there. Yeah, he's, he's taking off, going there. So on the way there. Like he's, on a there's a is like on a road? No, it's not a road. It's um it's a it's differently a traveled thing. No, he's on like a train. It's a track. It's yeah. a turnpike. I'm trying. Of course it's a of course it's an effing road. Like what else would it be? Whoa. Could be could be like a mountain path or yeah, something. A mountain path or something. That's still kind of a road. No, it's not. Things, you know are, getting, things are getting a little too hinky. A, path. a trail. <laughs> a dirt trail. See, this a guy might trail. he might be a guest star. He he gets it right away. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. I feel <sighs> So there he's on the I'm trying to like help you along and you're like F- you. <laughs> Of course it's a road. <laughs> He's so on, what happens next? So he's on the road to Damascus because he wants to persecute Christians or arrest them. Oh, so what happens is, so he's on the way there, and then suddenly he's blinded by a light, gets knocked off his horse. Mm-hmm. Blinded by the light, ripped up, up like, like a deuce, another runner in the night. <laughs> you were we waiting for that. Were you, just, were you just really waiting for that? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. hours. Now I got to go hit the head. Yeah, we, we looked at the lyrics. That's why he's been trying to move the story along. We were like, to get there. <laughs> is it wrapped up like a douche or trying to figure out the lyrics? I like, have heard. We looked it up. I think it's deuce, right? Deuce. Yeah. Rev, revved up, rev, rev, revved up, up like a deuce. What's a deuce? It has to do with cars a or something. Coupe. Yeah. So he's blinded by the light, and and then he hears a voice. Why are you persecuting me? And did you mention that he was knocked off his? Donkey he was knocked off his horse. Was what? it a donkey? He wasn't riding a horse. Whatever he was on, he gets Zebra. knocked off. So that's, it's like it's like an there wasn't there wasn't a wagon master around. No, <laughs> keep him on the horse. I didn't. I didn't read that in the story. Zebra. So he hits the ground. Here's a voice. What's the voice sound like, Brett? Oh. It sounds like. Hey guys. <laughs> yeah, it sounds exactly like that. So so, why are you persecuting me? Hey y'all. Hey. I'm, why, why are you persecuting me? So I'm I'm going to say that it was, and I'm not going to try to reproduce it. I'm going to say it, it was powerful because the light and the sound probably knocks him off his horse. And he's he's scared. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it was probably like a powerful sounding voice. I don't know who that would sound like. Definitely not like Eric, though, because his is very high pitched and squeaky. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman? Maybe. 
So, oh, here we go. I'm oh, actually, I, really I remember the first time man. I laid eyes on Saul of Tarsus. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was yeah. pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> he was riding a horse on the road to Damascus. <laughs> he, he crawled, he going he crawled through 200 yards of shit <laughs> and came out clean on the other side. <laughs> he came out blind on the other side. He came out. Oh, spoiler alert. Oh, oh, he was blinded foul. by the light. He oh, yeah, that. he was blinded by Remember? the light. Remember? Yeah. We already sung yeah. about it. And he's scared. Right. He's scared. Skirt. He's scared. He's scared. All right, so the voice, I think I already said what the voice said. The voice yeah. says, Saul, Saul. No, I didn't. All right, yeah, so you Saul. Did say it. You said it. Yeah, Saul, you Saul, why are you persecuting me? Although, maybe he didn't say Saul, Saul. Why are you persecuting me, basically? And he's like, who are you, Lord? And he says, I am... He says, "Lord, Lord, who are you?" Oh, who are you? Oh. Essentially, I'm paraphrasing. I'm, but you keep he's, doubling up names. You're like Saul, Saul, Lord, Lord. I do. I am doing that. <laughs> I think it's actually doubled up in the text. So is it? Yes. It seems more dramatic that way. Yeah, wagon master, wagon master. Yeah, <laughs> right. Doesn't that sound more dramatic than just wagon master? Wagon master sounds lame, but two wagon masters together—that's yeah. a big deal. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> he says, who are you? And he calls him Lord because obviously there's something powerful. So he automatically assumes that this is this is something important. He says, I am – he basically says, I am Jesus who you are persecuting. Oh, I don't remember what he says after that. You guys, like, delayed too long. No, I don't remember. Why we you, delayed. We're the storyteller. Why do you kick against We kept the asking you what happens next. Yeah, why are you persecuting me essentially? And he said, ask him, why are you kicking against the goats? And then he doesn't have, so, he, and then he's blinded. So literally, so he wasn't just blinded by the light. He was literally blinded. He couldn't see. Scales over his eyes. Jeez, man. Spoiler, I'm spoiler alert. Seriously. Oh you gosh, were the one that man. just said you can't remember the story. You need help. Oh, my gosh. Crack oh my open God. another jack. No, I, I think he said. Crack <laughs> open another jack. He said, who are you? I'm and, Jesus whom you're persecuting. And then he said, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Wait, you're Jesus? Yeah. And, mm. and then he said, what do you want me to do? Okay, and then what happens? And then Jesus says, <laughs> go to Damascus and find the house no, of... Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That, you're thinking of something different. So, all right, so... <laughs> I think, and, that was Peter. Ain't a Satanist? Shush it. Shush it. Ain't a Satanist. All right, so Wagon the people, the people with Paul do not hear the voice, yeah. but they are shocked. And I think, I think they see something, but they don't hear the voice. Right. If you see something, say something. Exactly. Like, and he's blind. He fell off his horse. All right, you want to finish the story? No, I'm just saying. They're wait, they were. All right. What happens next? Yes. So then they, he go. He goes. He continues to Damascus. So Paul, his or Saul. So Saul, his original, I'm not even going to get to the name change, actually. The name change isn't even part of this. No, I know it's not. Yeah. It's just the conversion. It's just Saul. Um, so Saul, all right, so spoiler alert for those that- Did you just say salt? Oh, my God. <laughs> I said pepper. <laughs> pepper pig? So this is salt assistant. and pepper. That was his assistant, pepper. Pepper mm-hmm. pig. It was salt and pepper. And then Spinderella would spin the beats. <laughs> let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's talk about you and me. As that's what he says. He he rolls on in Damascus. All right, so he's in Damascus, and he can't see, and he doesn't eat for three days or drink. Okay, he doesn't drink either. Hold which, a- I mean, he'd be pretty dehydrated though. He was. He was pissing like bright orange. I think you can survive like neon orange, dark brown, three days. Without water. Yeah. That's a lot. 
I mean, that would be it's really unhealthy. And then after that, like it becomes. Well, why would you not? Why would he not drink just because he can't see? I can. I mean, I, he, I guess like he's freaked out. Like, like uh, I'm sorry. Morning. Or not what if morning. you were just I think he's struck a by? State of shock. Shocked. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah a shocked. state of shock. Like he can't do anything but lay there, cramp. <laughs> like a leg cramp. <laughs> when you're dehydrated, you do get cramps. Oh, that's true. You get yeah. crampy. Mm. Yeah. He's probably cramping like cray. Cray. So he was. So he was all cramped up. All right. So three days. <laughs> three days. I just find it interesting that it's three days. Essentially. Yeah. So what happens next? <laughs> it's been three days. Fasting. It's been three days, and all of a sudden, what happens to to Saul? Well, actually, so intervening that, so Ananias is another dude in Damascus. Wait, somebody else? In Sapphira? Oh, that's true. Same name, Ananias. His name is, is it, Ananias? Is it the yeah. same Ananias? No, it's a different Ananias. How do you know? Because no two anuses are alike. <laughs> I, think, I think because this Ananias is in Damascus, the other Ananias was in a different city. With Peter? He was with with so, Pete. Ananias shows with up P to dog. Saul. P dog. He was with he was with P dog. Ananias and Sapphira were in Acts five. He was so with this, yellow. That happened before this. He was oh. with he was with yellow man and P dog. All right, we'll just cut that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ananias, in the meantime, has a dream. He's in Damascus, and he has a dream. And the Lord says, "Go to the house of Saul, or not Saul." Um, it was uh um what's the guy that that betrayed you? Judas? Yes, Judas the house of, of Judas. Yeah, go to the house of Judas. You not see, not the that Judas, but a Judas in Damascus. No, because he either hung himself or fell down and his guts spilled out. Yeah, which not the story. So yeah, when he hung himself, his guts that, fell out. Well, that's another that's another time because there's two different accounts. But anyway, we should yeah. tell that story sometime too. Right. All right. So. Here's what happens next. All right. So at the same time that Saul has gone to Damascus and is blind for three days, not eating and not drinking mm-hmm. either. We've covered this. Go, go, Power go, Power through, bro. Go, go. Power, Power through. through. You can do this. Do it. You can do it. <laughs> you can do it. All right. So Anna oh Nash. You're going like to Ed, Ed telling us. You're going to tell us something else you already told us. Go ahead. So Ananias has, has a, a dream. dream, a vision. Go to the house of Judas. Yes, and there's a man there, Saul of mm-hmm. Tarsus, yeah. who oh, is blind. Yeah, yes, who's blind, and you're so go to him and heal it's, him from his blindness. It's on, I don't know. It's on Straight Street. <laughs> they do mention the street. It's it's Straight Street. Is it really Straight Street? It's Straight Street. Mm. Go down to go down to Straight Street. Make a left. Hit up uh, Judas's house. There's a guy in there, Saul of Tarshish. It is Straight Street. What did I just say? I mean, <laughs> I think you said it's Straight Street. All right. All right. So he says, go to Saul of Tarshish. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Who's seen that? Saul has. So this is crazy. So Jesus appears to Saul, talks to Ananias. It's like Jesus is, is setting up a meat cute. He's like, he's like, man, Saul has been thinking about you, Ananias. He's got a vision. <laughs> Ananias, Saul has been thinking about you because I appeared before him and told him what to do. And Jesus is like, 
I'm going to bring these two together, like Match peanut maker, butter and chocolate. Yeah. yeah. So Jesus is setting up a, Jesus is like, it's like the A&E version of Tinder. Yeah. Ding. All right. So here's the deal. And then Ananias is like, Jesus, you got to be kidding me. This yeah. guy is persecuting Christians. Yeah. I'm hiding out from him. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm hiding out from him in Damascus. You want me to go find this dude? And then heal him from blindness. Is Ananias talking in his vision? Ananias talking in whose vision? The vision that he had. So he has a vision and he responds. Okay. All right. So, I mean, he's he's like, I've heard about Saul. He's a bad dude. He's going to lock us up. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus says, so it's like a vision, but it's a conversation at the same time. Right. And Jesus is like, nope. Saul's my boy. He's going to preach the word to the Gentiles, the kings of the earth, and the people of Israel. So he's like, Saul's my boy. This is a big deal. Go do it. And he's like, all right, I'm going to do it. So he goes. He finds Saul. And he and he says a little prayer like, brother, was- Jesus told me to come see you here. Do you think all this happened beforehand, or do you think this is like people telling the story after the fact? I don't know what you mean by that. It's made up, yeah. <laughs> it's not real. What you mean is it's made up, and Jesus did not blind Saul and knock him off his horse. No, and no, tell no, him to go no, see no, no, no. Like, is this people yeah. like explaining what happened no, after the yeah, fact? It didn't happen. So Saul, so Saul had a conversion for no reason. He's like, I'm going to lock up Christians because I'm zealous for the Jewish faith. And then suddenly I'm going to change my mind and I'm going to make up a story as to why I changed my mind all on this one trip to Damascus. Is that what you're saying? I'm just, none of it happened. Did you say Damascus? Damascus. He's been saying Damascus. Hey, he's been saying Damascus for me for the last 10 minutes. No, I've heard Namascus. I've heard Namascus, Jamascus. I've heard Mascus. I really don't care. I'm just talking shit. I don't think it's all made up. I mean, I think, I mean, you know. Some some of the unbelievable It's a narrative. It's a narrative. It's a narrative. Here's what I'm saying, though, like, and. I guess I, I get that you're being hyperbolic for the sake of the story, but like, there's an individual who's persecuted. Over? <laughs> story done? <laughs> Join us on the next episode. <laughs> it hasn't been that long. All right, y'all like like this take a long time. Let me, let like me four hours. Let me give you the before. cliff notes of what happens. Okay. Saul and Ananias get together. Yeah. Ananias says, "You're healed." Something like scales falls off. Saul's eyes. Saul is there with the Christians. He immediately, like pretty quick after three days, scales fall from his eyes. He eats. He's refreshed because he eats. Which makes sense. Immediately starts preaching Jesus. And the people in Damascus are like, whoa, this guy's pretty good. He's bringing a lot of converts over. That's what we want. We want to grow this church. He's like a mega church preacher. I don't know if he's a mega church. I don't know if he has like the sliced up jeans and the several bracelets and the like sleeve tattoos. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if he has that, but he is popular apparently. So much so that the Jews don't like it and make a plot to kill him because they're like this is really really bad. This guy that was persecuting Christians now is preaching Christ. This is bad for us. And 
there's not much more about that, but there is this. Obviously, they think it's bad for him because they make the, di- a- the disciples get him out of the city by dropping him in a basket through the hole in the wall. Yeah, they is, that, s- is that Damascus? No, that was Jerusalem, wasn't it? No, in Damascus. They sneak him out of Damascus, and then he goes to Jerusalem, and the, the disciples there in Jerusalem, which is the which is the main center, are like, whoa, no, 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 no. This is Saul. We don't like this dude because <laughs> right. he is persecuting us. And so they're a little resistant, and then they hear him talk about his conversion and who he is, and he starts pre. He's that was me. I hit the microphone, <laughs> and he's he's preaching. Everybody looked at Eric. <laughs> we he's, did. He's. Preached. I, I mean, that's who I looked at. <laughs> I went, and then he's mm-hmm. preaching. <laughs> and then he's preaching Jesus. Wait, who's talking right now? Eric, stop looking. Power through. <laughs> We've passed the point of conversion. Listen, listen. If We're you're into a, another story. If you're now. on my Wi-Fi, I don't want you looking at porn. I'm not on your Wi-Fi. Oh, I am. <laughs> Wait, you can tell from your Wi-Fi? That, I, don't know, the, I don't know. The FBI can tell. Yeah. He's preaching Jesus, and they're like, all right, we got to meet with him. They accept him in, and then he's out preaching. Yes. There you go. Hey. Boom. Did, nailed it. When, when was his name change? It's not in this story. It's not in any what? story. What? All I saw was in uh, where does where does his name change? It's later on. It. it just mentions Saul, who was also called Paul. Nah, really? Yeah. Hey yeah. Siri, when does it's Paul's not a part of the change? story? <laughs> Yo, Google. Oh no, I pulled up my contacts. <laughs> <laughs> Your contact lenses. Did you, but but did Jesus oh so here's the did thing you change someone's name in my contacts probably part I missed in the story oh I did say this in the story yes yeah, I googled says, it already no what he said that? I'm gonna have he's gonna preach to the to the Gentiles it's the king Acts thirteen nine he's and, called Paul that's just it there's yeah, no like story about it no he's just called Paul. oh wow so there's so I didn't talk about the name change I mean we could bring that up another time but um, this is a this is another in a series of like important events happen. Person changes their their life, the trajectory of their life, what they care about. Oh, and his name was already Paul. The answer is that Saul's name was also Paul. The custom of dual names common to those days. Okay. Yeah. Acts thirteen nine describes the apostle Saul, who was also called Paul. Ah. From that verse on, Saul is always yeah, referred so to in the he- scriptures as Paul. I always attributed the name change to the road to, to Damascus, but it's it never not. it was not a part of that. No, I wonder if the so there's so what we talked about we we touched on this earlier. There's like a narrative arc here, right? So they introduce the character of of Saul because of the stoning of Stephen, who was the first Christian martyr. Mm-hmm. So I think we take out sometimes we we sometimes read the the New Testament like it's. Uh, a book of history, like these things happen. And and I think there's certainly historical accounts of that these things happened, but I think we missed out on that it's it's a it's a individual writing a story and so they, they have a narrative and they're introducing so this is what I was trying to get out of this. They introduce Saul at this point. There's a persecution. So what are you taking away from this? <clears throat> oh so well I mean you guys can talk about what you're taking away. I'm just gonna address the name change thing so there's not a name change here, although there, for some reason, they moved to Paul. So what I'm saying is, 
<laughs> the person writing the New Testament is looking mm-hmm. at things like Jacob changing to Israel, and mm-hmm. there's like amazing things that happen. Abel and, to Abraham. And yes. So they're like unique things happen, particularly when they talk to God, and then their names change over. I'm saying the New Testament writer is is looking at the story of Saul, who was probably known to that person because he wrote a lot of epistles, and they're saying he is also known as Paul, but I'm going to start talk, calling him Paul from this point forward. Because, like in the Old Testament, something happened where, like, Jacob meets with God and his name changes to Israel. Abram talks to God. His name is changed to Abraham. Saul had a pretty amazing moment where he was blinded, in fact, by Jesus. Jesus talked to him. He's the next apostle. So it makes sense that I'm going to start referring to him as Paul because he had a tremendous moment in his life and name changes attached to that and are symbolic of that moment in his life. Like eventually they do they five do five chapters later. Yeah, they they do eventually start okay, calling him sure. Paul, but it's not right after like they continue to call him Saul for a while. Even the the disciples. So I, I mean, mean maybe change, it was a change in writer. Well, or it's a change in name and maybe the writers didn't write down like so maybe it's a we don't know. Maybe it's a decision Saul was like I had this amazing moment. I'm going to start calling myself Paul. I, you know what? I bet it was Paul, like or Saul calling himself Paul. Like, whoa. Maybe. Saul, I don't want to be that guy anymore. Start to call me Paul, please. I mean, there's also Simon who goes to Peter. But, like, I wonder if, if like, Peter had a moment where he's like, because these guys are all familiar with the Old Testament, and they're, like, significant meetings with God mean people change their names and so maybe mm-hmm. Simon's like maybe Simon was just like I'm going to start calling myself Peter although actually yeah, Jesus not... says I'm going to call you Peter yeah, from think, now on which means it was rocks. the rock thing but yeah I, and I think Saul kind of got a little jealous about that and was probably like I don't I'm also known as Paul so maybe I, I mean we have I don't think a bunch of people okay, do this guys. in the New Testament just because there's two stories in the Old Testament where people change their names there's like a billion stories in the Old Testament of people who had significant interactions with God and they didn't change their names. Yeah, but... Like uh, Mosiah changing his name to Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus changing his name But to names have a meaning. <laughs> All right, so you named... So who are the patriarchs of the Jewish faith? So Moses is pretty strong. Didn't change his name. Right. No. Didn't change right, his so name. All right, so two out of three. All right, so 66% of people, important patriarchs, change their name. Okay. David... Didn't change his name. Mm. Mm. Solomon. Same <coughs> name. We keep going here. <laughs> Adam. Adam was always Adam. Uh, same name. Adam from the All right, earth. So what do you guys take out of the story then? If you're gonna if you're gonna discount my insights, I, I would like so to hear what you this. think. I gotta get so much out of this. <laughs> I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> I mumbled off in it. I feel like Ed was going to say something good. I wouldn't even say anything good. So I, I kind of think that. Um, but what I was going to. Oh, never mind. Saul. That's on you. That's not on Jeremy. Saul <laughs> being called to, like, preach the gospel of Jesus, right? If If you think about who Saul was before the conversion and who he was after, it's a pretty stark difference. And I was thinking about it earlier today, and I, was, I thought, you know what, it, it might be sort of like Putin becoming the biggest philanthropist for Ukraine. Who's going to believe him? What? Who's, who's going to believe that Saul is now pro-Jesus? Mm. 
Well, it seemed like the, the uh, Jewish people did because they wanted to kill him. Well, yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking initially, even Ananias was a little... Oh, yeah. Ananias wouldn't want to. That's what I would think. Yeah. He still well, went and did what he was told. He did. But I think he only went because he got some super specific direction from mm-hmm. Jesus. Straight Street. Yeah. Go over to Straight Street. Make a left. Make an immediate right. I want you to make a, a turn, a, a U turn there, and then. 21 Straight Street. Yeah. 21 Straight Street. <laughs> the, the irony of it is, Straight Street is the windiest road in Damascus. <laughs> it's not straight at all, guys. It's not even straight. It's windy. So I, I think that it's interesting that um, Saul, just as a, a the choice to then. Uh, be the biggest proponent of Jesus. You guys are all over your... You're all on your Brett, phone all the time. And I pick true. up my phone like for the Brett first was, time. Uh, Brett was trying to look over your shoulder and see what you were doing. He was like, oh. <laughs> That's why I was laughing, Brent. It wasn't because of you being on your okay. phone. Yeah, don't get right. so mad, man. I'm angry right now. Because you're fasting, that's why. <laughs> hangry. <laughs> you're not angry. You're, yeah, you're hangry, hangry bro. You're you hangry. chuck some of that water and yeah. fill your belly up. Yeah, you're hangry. <laughs> Tell us, how did Saul Crunch feel? Crunch on ice. How did Saul feel for three days? Yeah, what do you think, Brent? How did Saul feel? He was out of it, right? Hungry. Hungry? Yeah. Yeah. Thirsty. Nice. Who, who do you most relate to in this story, Brent? Yeah. Mm. Probably Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a solid answer. That is so not the expected response. That's a solid answer. <laughs> I don't Why? relate to any of them. Uh, uh, I don't know. If you were if you were Ananias, how would you feel? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think that Ananias' response is probably a, a a pretty typical response. I think I'd probably feel very similar. Yeah. If Ananias. you if you were Saul, how would you feel? Probably very similar. <laughs> to Saul? Yeah. If he was Saul, he'd feel similar to Saul. If I was no, if I don't I mean It's relatable content. What am I supposed to say something different than than what they did? I, I would if I was blinded oh my and knocked gosh, off my you horse, were so I would I would uh, celebrate. I would be so glad that I was blind and I would I would run through the streets. Wow, that's crazy. With uh with with my, and you'd probably my, run into stuff. You might trip. Swinging. Whoa! You not if you went. Not swinging. if you were running down straight street. You're just going pinky. up. Pinky, pinky, pinky. You just, you just run. You just run down straight street. You're you're not going to run into anything. No, because straight street is like the most curved one. And yeah. I told you it's ironic. It's an ironic name. Yeah. All right. So I don't know, Ed. What did, what did you learn from this, or what do you identify with? What does it What does it tell you about yourself and the divine? Might have to be in the right mindset to say this. Uh, <laughs> might not be in the right mindset to say this, but thinking about the story again, it's been a while since I've thought about the story. So thank you, Brett, for telling the story tonight. I don't, I don't even know if that's a fair statement. Thank you, Brett, for bringing the awareness of the story to us again tonight. He, he eventually got to Cliff's he notes. <laughs> he told it. <laughs> he was like, this is the Cliff no- Cliff's notes of what happened next. But there are some people that in their lives that experience a drastic thing that shifts the rest of their life trajectory. And 
that doesn't happen for everybody and it doesn't it's neither wrong nor is it right but just kind of the fact that it's in there when i say in there meaning like in the scripture like for me because of my personal experience like it adds some validity to it like yeah okay so something happened in your life and all of a sudden your life takes a completely different trajectory and it's okay like that's where it's going now and that um i hadn't thought about it that way before i totally like, agree in years past when i used to preach and everything i was like oh boom 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 yeah oh all of a sudden you see the light and it's jesus and blah blah, blah. like okay that like that's cool but like some people's experience of Jesus might be like that. Some people's experience of Jesus might be like a like a evolution into something else. But like the the reality is like there are some folks that in their lives they have these moments and like nothing is ever the same after that moment. Something that you said, I, I think um I think Saul had he didn't have any belief in Jesus before all this happened, but he had a faith that was he didn't based, have a belief in Jesus' divinity, right? No, but but he had a faith that was solely based on law and based on uh, certain actions that you do every day and certain things that you do and certain a, things a legal that you don't. Yeah, very legalistic yeah. view of faith. After he he <laughs> in, encountered Jesus on the Damascus Road, it it all changed for him at least. And I think that it's it's happened to me in my life where I had this biblical view of Jesus and who Jesus is. And, you know, I went to Sunday school growing up and I learned this is who Jesus is. And I learned that this is, this is what you do. And, and you go to church every Sunday and you do this and you do that. And it was a little legalistic. And then, you know, a life event happens and all of a sudden you're, you're struck by some, some big event. And it changes how you perceive everything in life and in faith, kind of everything. So I guess I guess one of the things that that's that's a different experience for me, like maybe the person I relate to the least is, is Paul or Saul, because I, I don't one Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, this conversion uh, account was you know this almost like like almost like a traumatic sort of event mm -hmm. i mean in a sense i mean not almost it is if it, you know if if you know he fell off his horse and and you know ma blind. maybe he hit his head and that's why he saw lights and was you know i don't know whatever you know i mean i've i lost but, the, but it said the other people half of my vision from a head injury but know, it said the other people term. the other people had a sense of it too like something they, they knew something was going on but they didn't see the same thing so but like, they didn't but, hear the voice but they were also like struck like they were awestruck but my so my my point here is this that the difference like what draws me why i'm compelled to Follow the the way, the life, the teachings of Jesus. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> is the teachings of Jesus now as as the the pinnacle uh, in the Scripture? Because Scriptures have all kinds of different things that that make God appear as if He's vindictive or angry or things things of that sort. But whenever we look at Jesus, we see love, inclusion, embrace. Um, and and all the teachings of the Christ are for us to 
live this kind of lifestyle that is so beautiful, it's so loving, it's so inclusive, it's so attractive. I'm drawn to to this lifestyle that Jesus uh, teaches because of the element of love, because of the ele- element of grace, because of the element of inclusion. And this this was like Paul, Saul, whoever was was just it's like had the shit kicked out of him. And I mean, I guess sight kicked out of him. I guess that's how, I guess that's how some people have, you know, come into their, you know, understanding or whatever. But so that, that's why I feel like for me, like, I don't, I don't know that I would have had the same, like, of course I also am not murdering people. So maybe is that what it takes for, you know, somebody who's like, well, killing people. I don't know if like he was that, murdering you know? anybody, but he was or arresting. He was a lot of arresting. Yeah, he, appro- he approved of a murder. I'm sure after they the got to jail, yeah. somebody, some some died. I'm sure, you know. But maybe I, I they think did, that, maybe they didn't. But I mean, yeah, it's the, the persecution was right. But that's yeah. interesting because because it sounds like you grew up with this inclusive, loving. Oh no, view. not at all. No, okay, no. I grew up with with an understanding of an angry God. Okay, and. Um, when did that it, change, though? I mean, it, it was a it he was, was on process. a road, just a graduate. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. But but that's the thing. I don't think it has to be this this huge event for everybody. I think it, it can be a gradual process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Is it either or though on an angry god? Like no. he's either angry or he's not. I what, I don't understand what you're asking. So like the yeah, I I worry about a little bit about the dichotomy, right? Of the like, there's the Jesus who seems different than what I'm saying of other God, but the fact that Jesus had to die, in my view, it indicates an angry God still. I, I would I would disagree with that, and that's probably a much longer conversation. But I mean, I hear what you're saying, and that's a very standard understanding. That's called a fundamental view. Well, well like a dude was put to death. Penal substitution. Yeah, but, but yeah, but well, even even like without the penal substitution, I think that there are <laughs> stories. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, wagon master, you held it together for so long. <laughs> I, th- I think that there's there are stories from the Old Testament that. Show God in an angry light. They, they, God is presented as angry. Yes, sure. Yes. Yeah. So, so I'm not, I, I don't, and I think to what you're saying is there's, it's not either or. I think it's both and. He's he's loving, but I think he's also angry. Yeah, I, I don't see. It I, that I was way, about, but I, but I understand why it's seen. Why it's seen that way. I was about. I, mean, I was about to say, how dare you describe what I'm thinking? But then you just said exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you assume? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. It's a. Mm, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, let me share something. Hold yes. on. I don't know what yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it's a story that is meant to give credence to the epistles that Paul wrote, or quote, you know, Paul wrote. I think it's in line with the biblical narrative of how people's how people in, interact with God and and are changed to do something different. I think it's it follows that arc and. Movement and it's very easy to say. It's very easy to look at. And Paul said it himself, like I was the worst, but now you know I've been redeemed, and you, think, you can too. I think a lot of it is. I mean, it's. Do you think Saul or Paul and Ananias got together, and they were like, "All right, let's let's tell the story." You had this vision, no, that said exactly where I was, and I had this thing that happened that said you were going to come. 
and we're gonna we're gonna tell no, but it's a great Luke narrative, or isn't it? Was writing this. It's a it great is. narrative. It's, it's isn't a great it? story. I mean, it's, it's like such a, it's a it's a interesting story. Yeah, it's almost too good to be true. Well, <laughs> yeah, but it takes a long time to tell. But it's an interesting story. Well, I just don't. I just, it was written a long time after the fact. There was a lot of these stories passed around about how Paul got there. I'm just saying. But a lot of this stuff was getting recorded during Jesus's life. No one. And then after they were just talking about it, somebody was writing it down later. Who wrote it? Some somebody else. Later, was he alive during? Later. Does he was he alive when Jesus know. was around? I don't know. Do you I, know? I feel like Luke wrote it. I heard. <laughs> okay I read that, that somewhere. There's no resolution to the current conversation. Yes, yeah, that is no. In we're X, totally resolving this. In Acts one, matter. I don't care how long it takes. We're resolving says, this. In my previous letter, Theophilus, and that's why we believe that it was Luke who wrote it. Okay, because. Luke, the the gospel was written to Theophilus. Mm. I'm just saying. Are you saying that Acts is Luke too? Yes. Oh my yeah, gosh. Even if it was, even if it, we're, either Luke, way though, it was Luke two electric boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> either way, whether whether it was written to give credence and promote a agenda, yeah. or whether it was record, it was. Something happened. I mean, we know there was a guy named Saul and went by Paul. Like, historically speaking, other people outside the Christian faith talked about him. They talked about, you know, there's records of his existence. And um, I think the letters he wrote, at least some of them are probably, they're probably relatively, I mean, they were. Pro- he probably wrote letters. He told the same story in those letters. Yeah. No, I'm not saying some it's the whole, th- the whole thing. But, I mean, somebody else wrote the letters. He didn't write them. Yeah. Regardless of how, I just wanted to put it out there that there's not just one way to look at this, and there are lots of other ways to look at the the story. Mm-hmm. But either way, there's some really fundamental well here's human experience, I, fundamental human experiences mm-hmm. there that don't have to be related to the divine. They can be they're they're relatable to all of us of mm-hmm. holding one position passionately, experiencing something significantly that challenges it and changing your mind. There's, there's lots of, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Wrap it up. I thought you just did. No, we, uh, uh, I think I felt like you, we went on are, a tangent. Already, we definitely yeah. went on a tangent there. Thanks for listening to this episode <laughs> of Bible on the Rocks. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Bible on the Rocks. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. A special thanks to our contributors, Brett Hinkey, Ed Johnson, Josh Perius, Eric Smith, Jameson Stubbs, and Brent Henderson. Also contributing and doing sound editing is me, Jeremy Spittle. Finally, Be sure to check out Spitfire's other podcast, Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. In Season 3, she's tackling the 12 shame triggers identified by Brene Brown by having conversations around each one. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.